0: Shalom and welcome to Origin Gate's daily podcast, Wisdom's Echo. My name is Carl Whitehead. In this podcast, I'm going to be continuing on in my series about what Torah teaches us about prayer. And I would like to turn our attention to a very intriguing passage in Sefer Bereishit, the book of Genesis, that introduces a very important word in the Hebrew that speaks to the internal aspect of what it possibly means to pray. This particular verse is in twenty four, chapter twenty-four, verse sixty-three. And we read in the English beginning from verse sixty-two. Now Yitach had returned from Belchairoy and was dwelling in the Negev, and Yitach went out to meditate in the field toward evening. And he lifted up his eyes and saw, and behold, there were camels coming. So, the word that requires our attention is la sukh, which is translated as to meditate in verse 63. So, this word and the root of this word is sukh uh, appears only once in all of Tanakh and is closely related to the word si'ach which is also translated as meditate and has the connotation of some type of prayer. So the text makes an interesting point of noting where Yitzhak had come from. So this is Be'er Lachai Ro'i which literally translates as the well of the living one who appeared to me. And you'll find this first mentioned in chapter 16 verse 13 and this is the place where hagar the handmaid of Sarai, encountered an angel of hashem it is deduced that because of the significance of this place as a place of encounter Yitzhak went there often to meditate so consider the usage of this word siach so in the book of Psalms, Tehillim 64 2, we read, O God, hear my voice when I meditate. Siach. Tehillim 77, verse 7, I recall my melody at night. I meditate with my heart and my Ruach, my spirit seeks. So this teaches us that prayer is both an internal and external dialogue, our capacity to articulate the song of our heart. All this begins to make sense when we see the instance of prayer that Yitzhak does in chapter 25, verse 21. So the meditations of Yitzhak enabled him to direct the desire of his and revka his wife's heart. Before this could happen, Yitzhak needed to be equipped with the perception of desire as an observable outcome. So the word siach refers to inner directed, unstructured meditation, whether verbal or nonverbal, around one central point. One fixes their mind on one central subject and then allows his thoughts to observe it from all sides. So again consider what it says in the book of psalms in tehillim 119 verse 27 i will meditate siach on your wonders and psalm 119 verse 48 i will meditate siach on your decrees this shows us that prayer as an overflow of meditation needs to be centered on the observation of god's supremacy over the natural as described through his word his faithfulness to fulfill that which he has spoken so how does this play out in the life of Yitach and revka so revka was not conceiving yet the word of hashem as covenantal inheritance indicated that Yitach and revka were going to have children so what we must determine is that siach Meditation upon God's word empowers us to remove all other conflicting thoughts from the mind, concentrating upon one idea. What is even more amazing is that the word Siach is related to the two-letter base word sach, which means to float or rising. So meditating upon God's word allows us to float upon the breath of his voice and rise above all other voices. We rise spiritually, floating above the mundane world and enter into the realm of the supernal. This is the voice that Yitach meditated upon, the word of Hashem to his father Abraham. And we see this in chapter seventeen of chapter seventeen, verse seven of the book of Genesis. I will establish my covenant between me and you, and between your offspring after you throughout the generations, as a covenant that is everlasting, to be unto you a God, and to your offspring after you. So this is the words of Hashem to Avraham Avenu. And then we see in chapter 17, verse 19. So Elohim said, In truth, Sarah your wife will bear you a son, and you shall call his name Yitach, and I will establish my covenant with him as a covenant that is everlasting for his offspring after him. So when Yitach and Revkah faced a future where Revkah was barren, It was those words from Hashem that allowed them to float above the mundane and give voice to the hope that they had observed in each other's hearts. Now look what it says in chapter 25 verse 21 of the book of Bereishit, the book of Genesis. Yetach entreated to Hashem on behalf of his wife because she was barren. Allow himself to be entreated by him, did Hashem, and conceive, did Revkah, his wife. When reading this verse in the Hebrew, we catch a glimpse into the beautiful unity that occurs in both Yitach and Revka as they lift the voice of promise above all others. Now this is how we read the first part of this verb in in verse in the Hebrew, vayithar yitach lehashem lenochach ishto. So vayithar, and he prayed yitach lehashem to Hashem lenochach opposite ishto his wife. So the word lenochach should be translated opposite instead of on behalf of. In the sense that they stood face to face, in agreement, and in prayer. So it is no wonder that Hashem responded back to them in a connection prayer to allow the witness of heaven to match the declaration made on earth. And this is something quite remarkable because when we read in the English and the Lord granted his prayer what we see there is the Hebrew word vaye. now what's amazing is that's exactly the same word as the word that is used and he prayed Vahyei va talking about Yitzhak so this is a wonderful response so the response of heaven the response of the heart of hashem because of how yitach had learned to suach or siach meditate and allow his meditation of the voice of god to lift him above the mundane so he could observe it in the atmosphere of heaven and because he did that with his wife, while they were praying, the sound of Hashem's promise, the sound of his voice, lifted them up above the mundane circumstances, which were, t- were trying to decree that Revka would be barren. But instead, the sound of the voice of Hashem caused them to float, caused them to rise above the sound of another voice. And because they were in the sound of the voice of Hashem, Hashem was able to reply in the same way that they were speaking with him. And so this is amazing because the idea of prayer is one of connection. So Hashem responded by connecting back to them as well. Speaking the same language, allowing his heart to knit with their heart so that the decree of his promise could become a reality in their lives heaven responds to the voice that contains the breath of Hashem Baruch Hashem Shalom Shalom